Hi, I'm Paula Barker, Regional Convener for North West Unison, and welcome to our Unison North West new podcast, Organising to Win, which comes on the back of our very successful organising convention, Skills for Strength. This podcast is designed to help you build a stronger union in your local area. Some people think workers don't want to be organised and active, but that's simply not the case. We know only too well that organised workplaces lead to better pay, better terms and conditions and better health and safety. Who wouldn't want all those things? I'd like to appeal to all listeners to be actively involved in the union and to support our campaigns and demonstrations. We undoubtedly face the most challenging times we have seen for our movement, but I am confident we can build a stronger union. Our first line of defence is workplace organisation to enable us to defend the rights of our members with committed and well-trained activists in as many workplaces as possible. The truth is that the workers we represent are poorer and less secure now in their jobs than they ever were. They need effective union organisation now more than ever before. And the challenge for us here is to mobilise our activist base to build an even stronger union. And that's the main objective of Skills for Strength 16. And I hope you have a great day at this convention. Forward to the union powerhouse. It was our second year of Skills for Strength, and the North West knocked us out of the park again, with the range of speakers and the activists who attended, who are more skilled and equipped to deal with the challenges ahead. James Bull one of our area organisers, spoke to Roger McKenzie, Assistant General Secretary at this year's organising convention, and asked what his definition of union organising would be. Well, for me, organising is about how you give power to people in the workplace um, to deal with the sort of things that they're facing every day and moving away from this idea that there's some magic kind of person who's going to come in from outside and do everything for everybody in the workplace. That's just rubbish and it's nonsense and it's also unsustainable but what is sustainable is working people getting together in the workplace exercising um, some power within the workplace um, and making sure that employers understand that they can't just do as they want they can't just ride roughshod over people but the only way that they get to that realization is when they see not just numbers of union members in the workplace, numbers of Unison members in the workplace, when they see that those Unison members are organised well and that there's reps um, who are able to represent people, um, there's people who are able to go around and activate the workforce when we need them to be activated. So it's about power for people in the workplace for me. And how can organising address the challenges that we're facing in 2016? You know, the trade union bill, the fragmentation of the NHS, fragmentation of public services and increasing privatisation. How can organising address those issues? Well, I think it's the only thing that can um, address those issues. And when you look around about... You asked me what organising is. I mean, one of the things is that people kind of do it every day, really, but they don't tend to do it in workplaces. So people are out and about organising in various community organisations within their places of worship, within their communities, the allotment association, the scouts, whatever. You know, people are organising things every day. What I think that we have to do is to turn some of that organisation into um, into the workplace or at least make a connection between what goes on in the workplace to people's wider lives. And that's what I'm really interested in at the moment. We're we're looking at how we can broaden out um, from people's particular interests around their particular 
personal job into getting people to think about things on a much wider basis. So, um, I mean, we we had the organisation two years ago, I think it was, of um, a big protest, more than 30,000 people um, just organised to save their um, A&E in Lewisham. Um, that wasn't a union-led campaign, but it was something that we were able to join into. So somebody organised that um, in, in Lewisham. When you look at the Black Lives Movement in the States, um, small group of people kicked that off with an idea. Um, but it's escalated because people have got a hook to, to go around to deal with the kind of deaths that were taking place, um, black people just getting killed in the streets and so on. Um, so if you can find the issue... If you can find a way of making that resonate with people, I think people will come and organise, people will want to do something. What they then need from us uh, is, is the methods by which they can get things done, the methods by which they can be effective in their organising. Um, and, and for me, that's going to be the key, our role. And um, Jane McAleve is very good on this, I think, in... Um, in, in talking about this was our, our role is to almost be coaches to people in some of the things that they can do but never ever fall in for the trap that there's only one way I think there's never just one way of being able to, to do this stuff um, and I put a lot of faith in um, people within workplaces to understand what's going on in their workplaces um, and it's not just me sitting there in a national office or colleagues sitting in a regional office who know how best how to organise. Um, people in a hospital know how best to organise that hospital rather than us. So let's ask them, let's talk to them about it, let's involve them in that conversation. So for me, that's the kind of essence of organising. I think, in a sense, people are already doing it. Our job is to help them to speed the process up maybe, but also to introduce some other skills in there as well. So do you feel that um, Unison is an organising union yet no. or is it partially? And, and what do we need to do as, you know, staff, as activists, as members to move towards that? I mean, you mentioned some things, but what do you think? Well, I don't think we're an organising union. I think, I think there are a lot of people who'd like to be. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are working really hard for the union to be an organising union. Um, but, but for me, um, the levels of participation um, in the union um, in a lot of elections um, is really low. So that tells me that there's not an interest in participating in the union. So how can you claim to be an organising union if only a handful of people are taking part in um, really key elections or um, are taking part in the activities of the organisation? Um, so, no, we're not an organising. What do we need to do to, to get there? Um, I think the sort of things that we've talked about um, at this convention are, are, are really, really important. Let's go right back to the basics of building power in the workplace, building basic organisation in the workplace um, as the starting point, and not just assuming that we've already got that in place because, you know what, we haven't. Um, so I'm, I, I think we go right back and say, well, let's... Let's look at where our strengths are. 
let's look at um, some of the innovative things that are taking place both within our own union and other unions and not be scared not be scared of blagging some of those around but I think the idea that there's which I, I hear too often really that there's kind of one way of doing everything is what you got to do it's just nonsense to me we're, we're a union of 1.25 million members with 32,000 employers with God knows how many workplaces attached to that, probably getting on for a million workplaces, I would have thought. Um, 130,000 private sector members. You know, we are a hugely diverse union where we've got branches that have got, you know, our community and voluntary sector branches. You know, one of them in the West Midlands has got 600 employers. You know, I mean, that's, that's incredibly difficult to organise and all spread out all over the place. So I think we're on the right track in wanting to be an organising union. But we have to understand that we need to give, and I think we're starting to do this, give people the tools um, to use to organise their particular environment, their particular workplace. And it might be different to somebody up the road. And I think that's all right, but that's a big culture shift um, for the union to think that everybody's got to do it the same. That was Roger McKenzie, Unison's Assistant General Secretary with responsibility for organising, recruitment and member education. Now, at this year's Skills for Strength event, we had speakers from across the trade union movement and across the globe talking about and discussing some of the challenges that face trade unions and the labour movement in 2016. We asked a number of those speakers if they had one tip for union activists to build a stronger union, what would it be? And we first asked Nigel Flanagan, who's an organiser at UNI Global Union. My tip would be you have to identify the issue that most workers care about. And then I do that by asking the question, if you had the chance, what is the one thing you would change at work? And if you find that most of the workers are saying the same thing, well, then we've got a campaigning issue. And more often than not, you can build a much more powerful union on the back of campaigning about something that all the workers care about, not something that the union thinks they should care about, but something that they've said they care about than anything else. Identifying the workers' issue is definitely the, the, the best way forward. Nick McCarthy is the Director of Campaigns, Communications and Organising at the PCS Civil Service Union. My one tip is go out and talk to members face-to-face in the workplace, talk to them, get them to sign up, talk to them about what's great about Unison, talk about what Unison is achieving for them and get them to sign up to direct debit. And that that's the best way of doing it. Don't rely on other people to do it, don't rely on email to do it, don't rely on internet campaigns or anything like that. Face-to-face is the key to actually getting members to sign up. Jane McAlevey is an organiser, author and a postdoctoral fellow at Harvard Law School's trade union programme. Spend all of your time talking to the workers who are not talking to you. Because that's where we have to go to build the union strong. We can't spend our time just chatting and conversing with all the people who like to talk to us about the union. We have to deliberately spend our time focused on talking to the workers who don't currently want to have a conversation with us to build this union stronger. Ethel Buckley is Head of Island Services, Industrial, Professional and Technical Unions, Private Services Division. You know what? Again, it's nothing fancy. Um, It would be about the importance and the power of mapping. And we, we all know, and it is an absolute truth and a fact, that as unions, we take our power from our density from how many human beings are in our 
group or in our union in any given place, whether that's across an industry, like across the health service, across the NHS, or whether it's in a single workplace in local government or power, power comes from the number of people who are organized. And the best way to know whether we have the power is to just get down and map the workplace and see who is in the union. And I, I try to no longer use the term non-union. I, I try to use the term potential union. <laughs> Everyone's a potential member. Um, so the power of, of mapping is enormous. And when we map and when we have the contact details of our members, I'm very big myself on having mobile phone numbers and being able to communicate with our members really quickly. So that if something happens in the workplace, if there's a change or if there's a negotiation, we are able to go directly to our members fast. Um, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. We just say, this is happening. You're hearing from Unison, you're hearing from SIP2. Um, and being able to communicate our own message and our own story without it being mediated by the employer or mediated by the media, you know, the outside media, is very significant. I think that's how we create an us, a feeling of we. Um, I'm part of Unison because I hear from Unison and I, I feel part of something. So it's it sounds very simple. It's not as easy as it sounds, actually. It's very time consuming. And of course, the very best people to map are local reps. And when the local reps know who's in the union and not yet in the union and are speaking to people, that is how you build power in the workplace. That's how you get to an organised workplace. Um, and that is how you see who's joining, you know, who, who's starting in the employment and how you make sure that they're signed up. The best time to sign someone up to the union is when they just start in the job. Um, so that would be that would be one of my tips anyway. Louise Chinnery is an education officer in Unison's learning and organising services team. My one tip would be there are no shortcuts to building a strong union and we've got to be engaging in one-to-one -one conversations at the work in, in, in workplaces all over this union. And finally I asked Roger McKenzie what his one tip would be. Be visible. I think people join us when we're visible and I think people stay with us when, they're vis when we're visible. If we're not visible, they won't join us. If we're not visible, they won't stay. Why would you? Money's too tight. Well, that's the end of this uh, first edition of Organising to Win. Uh, but we will be back with another podcast next month. And in the meantime, if you've got any questions for us, um, or if you want to access any of the resources or information that we've discussed in this programme, uh, if you want to get involved in the production of future episodes, or if you're doing something in your Unison branch in the northwest that you'd like us to feature, then please head over to our website at unisonnw.org slash podcast, where you'll find all of that and more. Um, but in the meantime, thanks for listening. Listening.